Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building a life of prayer by the study of prayer throughout Scripture. Today we're in the Old Testament book of 2 Chronicles where we find God's instruction for the healing of a nation. Following Solomon's prayer for the dedication of the temple, we read these words in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 11 through 16. Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house. All that Solomon had planned to do in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he successfully accomplished. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon in the night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land." Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. During Solomon's time, people were to pray at the temple when possible. But as followers of Jesus Christ, we are not called to pray at a certain place, but through a person. Jesus. Still, God's instruction to Solomon provides us with a wonderful pattern when praying for our nation. When judgment has come upon a land, God calls his people to pray. As the Lord's people, we are to humble ourselves, turn from our sins, seek his face, and God gives assurance that when his people pray, he will heal their land. This was true in Solomon's time, but as followers of Jesus, we have greater promises for prayer than people did in Solomon's time. And again, we don't depend on a place like the Old Testament temple, but rather upon a person, the Lord Jesus. We have promises when we have sinned like 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, which tells us that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We have promises like uh, the words of Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16, which tell us since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That certainly includes finding mercy and grace to help for our nation. As believers, we come through Jesus, our great high priest, when we pray for our nation. Would you join me as we pray now? 
Father, we come in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our great high priest. We come and we ask you for your mercy and your grace for our nation. Please forgive us our many sins. Forgive us, your people, and enable us to turn from our sins and to receive and walk in the forgiveness you've provided and the cleansing provided through Christ. Father, would you bring our nation to turn toward you, to embrace the gospel of the Lord Jesus? Would you give us leaders who will uh, know your ways, walk in your ways, guide our nation in your ways? May your mercy be upon us, we ask. Again, in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen.